today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Uh, Hamilton Bulldogs uh, off to a pretty good start this year. Uh, this, of course, is a, a process, and uh, you know we've talked to Michael Andlar about that, and of course uh, Steve Stales, and uh, trying to rebuild after that uh, great Memorial Cup run that the uh, the team had a couple of years ago. And uh, these are two of the key guys that are a part of that rebuilding process. Uh, we're joining us here in studio is uh, Nathan Stales and uh, Tag Bertuzzi. Uh, first of all, guys, thanks for coming in today. Good to have you here. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, you get a ride into work every day, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. I can drive myself. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, obviously, if you recognize the last two names, Nathan Steos, of course, uh, son of Steve Steos, and uh, and Tag Bertuzzi, of course, who's the father. Todd was an outstanding hockey player for many, many years in the National Hockey League. Let me ask you right off the bat, and I'm sure you get this question a thousand times: Is there is there added pressure on guys like you because of the lineage, because of the the fact that your dads were both pro hockey players, that that they look and say it's, it's got to be DNA stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I think from both our standpoints, uh, growing up is pretty hard. Always, uh, since the last name on your back, people look at you differently and expect a lot more from you. But growing into it, I think you just got to look past that and just realize that you're your own person and your own self. So you can't really think too much about it, even though it's cool having a dad with that much success. So, but as you go up through the ranks, uh, through minor hockey, and you're playing, you know, in different leagues as you progress in age, and, and obviously with talent and ability like that, did the coaches treat you differently? Did they look at you differently? Uh, not really. I don't think. Uh, not from my case. Yeah, really. from my yeah, from my standpoint, I don't think it really had much of a difference. Uh, I think, especially for me, I just you know I wanted to be treated like another player on the team. I didn't want to have any, you know, special special. Um, whatever it was like in terms of ice time yeah. or the way I was treated I didn't I didn't want to have anything given to me I wanted to earn it so I think I've had coming up the ranks I've had really good coaches that have understood that and they're not just going to give me anything for granted and I know I, I know I have to work and earn earn the stuff that I get so do you have you you guys saw your dad's play did you You've yeah. got yeah. okay. Yeah. So, and uh, as a matter of fact, both guys, both Steve and, and Todd Bertuzzi, very tough hockey players, very rugged hockey players. Do you do you fashion your your game after them? Uh, for me, a little <clears> bit because <throat> I think we're on like the same build. So, yeah, I think uh, you have to just like look at his game, and I think we have a, a little bit of the same attributes. But he was a lot more of a powerful guy, and I just I like to play more of a skilled game where I try to, but. I think it's helped. Uh, like it helps to have a dad that played and is like the same kind of player you are, and it's cool to like model your game after it, which you try to do. Cause well, your dad went through about three or four different incarnations in hockey because back then, you know, the the skill thing actually was secondary in some cases. You had to be rugged, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> going to the corners, and you had to play that physical game. And he, but he transitioned. I mean, when he played in Detroit, he was a much a different hockey player because that was a different hockey team than he had in Vancouver. Yeah, in Detroit, too, he had Dasuk and Zetterberg to play with as well. Yeah, I heard which, of those guys, yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. But <laughs> That kind yeah. of raises your game, doesn't it? Yeah, it does It does a lot. But, yeah, he was able to have both parts of the game, which is pretty special. So it was cool to watch that. And as, as far as your dad is concerned, uh, Nathan, <clears throat> different kind of hockey player, uh, outstanding defenseman. But one of the things that we always talk about with Steve, of course, with your dad, is longevity. This is a guy that uh, didn't never seemed to grow old. I mean, he stayed in incredible shape and played a long, long time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was uh, really conscious about his off-ice habits and working out in the summer. So I didn't get to see him a ton in the summer because he was always down in the gym or on the ice uh, in Toronto where we were uh, living in Burlington and uh, mm-hmm. in Hamilton a little bit. So, uh, But no, I mean, he had a long, long, really long career and uh, obviously growing up, being able to watch majority of that was really special for me and I think it's just helped me in the long run 
uh, with the off ice and on ice habits, being able to watch that. I was going to ask really you: Does that there. impact your work ethic? The way that you approach the game? No, hundred percent. I mean, just like being in, being in and around the rink and in and around the room, being able to watch, you know, guys that I look up to. Uh, even with, when he was coaching with the Leafs a little bit, I got to watch like Morgan Riley firsthand and the stuff he did away from the rink and on the ice. So I think it's helped me a lot, and I think I try to, you know, like learn from the techniques and stuff that stuff they did with their habits and stuff and then translate it into my everyday life and my game. So, But as you as you guys are, I guess, you're basically learning your game and, and trying to find your niche there too. Obviously, you've got role models. Your dad's a, a, a role models as, as hockey players too. But but do you try to develop that style and be that bad or do you, are there other guys that you look up to to say, I, I think I want to be like that? You, a higher skill level, you, obviously, you, you love to skate and the, that sort of thing. But do you look at somebody and say, yeah, that's the kind of player I think I should be? Yeah, I think the game has changed a lot, and um, there's many players who have like so many attributes that you got to look at. So the game's not one-dimensional as it like used to be, sort of. So you got to have so many skills now that it's cool to try to emulate yourself after all these different players. But like each guy in the NHL now has to have so many different like characteristics with their game. So I think uh, learning from everybody's habits is cool. It's a, it's a different kind of game now. I mean, you talked about having a skill set. Uh, if you don't have it, if you can't handle the puck, and if you can't skate, you're not going to play. Yeah, doesn't, game, doesn't matter what league you're in. Yeah, the game's turned 100% to skating and speed, so I think if you're not a good skater, then there's not really much room for you in the league anymore. But what about you? Yeah, in for your me, situation, Nathan? yeah, obviously being considered more of an undersized guy, I try to use my my skating and my hockey sense and my skill to my, uh, to my advantage, and I think... Um, the way the game's moving in the direction that it's going right now, you see a lot more undersized guys in the league, especially in terms like defensemen, puck moving defensemen that can run a power play, like Tory Krug and uh, <laughs> I watch guys like Tory Krug and Mike Ellis, um, Charlie McAvoy, yeah, McAvoy, uh, even Spurgeon on the on the Wild. So yeah. some of those undersized guys I like to model my game after because you know the game's moving that way. It's moving to you got to be able to move your feet, you got to be able to make good first pass and, you know, use your skill to your advantage. So I try to just model my game after those guys and do that. I, I mean, because when your dads were breaking into the league, if you weren't six foot two, they didn't even want to have a look at yeah, you. I exactly. mean, there just weren't that many small guys in hockey back in those days. Right. But no. uh, it, you're right, the game has changed now, and that, this is right up your alley, isn't it? Yeah, for me, I think it's really good because obviously back, like, when, my, when our dads played, probably if you look at, you know, a guy who's like 5'10", 5'9", 5'10", you really wouldn't be considered as a player, but now – Everybody, like all sizes, like even smaller guys are being considered to play. And sometimes it's an advantage. You know, you're probably faster on your feet. You can get under checks and stuff like that and avoid some of the bigger, slower guys. So I think it's, for me, I think it's really good. And, yeah, you know, just, I think it's been good. So When when you... <clears throat> When you're doing this, though, and, and, and the game is being played, uh, talk to us about how that style is, is, is adapted to the way that the team wants to play. I mean, obviously, you've got your own style. You've got your own level of, of talent and, and your skill sets. But then you've got to be part of this team. You've got to fit in. Is that difficult for you to, to, to develop that kind of chemistry with the other guys on the team? Uh, well, I think with the way the team's built and the way that we're coached, um, they're all looking for players that have the same attributes as obviously me and tag with the skating the skill and the hockey sense so i think uh it does it won't it doesn't take us like a long time to get really fit in with each other because we're all we all have the same sort of attributes together so i mean i think it's been really good and i think we're still a young team so building over like the course of the next whatever it is few months i think uh once we 
wants you to get through the growing pains of stuff for the younger guys getting used to the league and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's going to be going to be a really good team and for the years to come too I think we've got a bright future so well we saw this happen with the the Bulldogs in the past and we just talked earlier about the you know the run at the Memorial Cup a couple of years ago and that was a young team uh, that grew up together I mean they put a couple of pieces together right in the last season there to to kind of put them over the top but it, it's got to be gratifying though uh, in your situation tag to see the way that you guys start coming together you, you are I think the third youngest team in the league uh, so you guys are going to grow together as a team and, and get better with each year, of course. Yeah, it's cool to see the growth already. And uh, most of our guys are uh, rookies or second-year guys, too. And the, the progression that our team's already taken is huge. And I think it's going to be cool to watch, like, even in the next few months, what our team uh, proves and shows. And with uh, Vince Lace, our head coach, being as young as he is, I think he's still in his 20s or early 30s that – it's good to have him in the locker room and like his uh showing his aspects of how to coach and he's approaching it to like our younger style and it's cool to have a young coach like that to show us like ev- the everyday habits and like being in the room and stuff so i think our team's young but we got it some experience and it's going to help well you're a veteran <laughs> i mean yeah, you've been a, you're, you're one of the old guys now <laughs> yeah it's weird and still both of i or both of us are and we're only in our third years which it's kind of like the middle path for most guys, but uh, him and I have to step up and be leaders on this team, and I think it'll be good for us to show our maturity and help out the younger guys. What about being in this organization? Um, th- this is one of the things I'm always intrigued about when guys come into a situation like this. You've, you've played around. You've been in Guelph, too, and you've been in Hamilton. But to, to, to be with this organization and to have an, an owner like Michael Andelar, uh, and then, of course, Steve Steos, uh, who you know quite well. Uh, so, but but the thing I love about this is is these guys are hands-on. I mean, they're there. They're, they're, support it, whatever you guys need. I mean, it's it's got to be fabulous to be on an, in an organization like this where you know that these guys got your back. Yeah, I think uh, it's the best organization by far in the OHL, and it's NHL-like. They treat us like NHL and pros, and... I think our owner and Steve, our GM, being so hands-on with all of us, it's cool to have that. And to see how much trust and effort they put into us, it's it's awesome to have that. And it makes us want to play more for them and for each other. So it helps in the long run, and it's fun to have or to be able to say that we have one of the best, if not the best, organizations in the OHL. Yeah, I mean, sort of reiterating what Tag said, like they're there all the time. They're always hands-on. They're always around the team. And uh you know they care for us a lot like you feel like it's uh sort of like a it's like a brotherhood and everybody's like it's like a bond that we have together that I think is special in our organization I don't think it happens really a lot around really any hockey team but I think we're really tight-knit group and even with the coaches and the the support staff the management and the owners too I feel like everybody's really everybody treats each other with respect and uh we're really tight-knit group so I think it's really good and it helps it definitely helps the players knowing that that they care for us so much and you know it just gives us that extra little boost uh, to know that they're behind us at all times so uh, very competitive league this year uh, when you look at the one loss records and you guys are, are, are starting to improve each and every game we can see that and is the one team that that you always seem to have trouble with that you just say oh god we're playing those guys again tonight some that, that you just you know sometimes you feel like you're pushing a rock uphill i mean honestly with with the way our team has been playing the last <laughs> few games i think we got to go into every game thinking that we can win, right? Because even that Ottawa game, I mean, I think we let it slip away there. I think that was a winnable game. They had some injuries. Even though we had some injuries, they had some injuries too. But, you know, they're considered one of the best teams in the league. And, you know, we played them. Always pretty, are. Yeah, exactly. We played them pretty hard. And 
I think we could have been a lot better, and I think that was that could have been a winnable game. So even though they're the best team, I think we got to go into every game thinking that that we can win. And we have to have that winning mindset because you know this is still junior hockey, right? Anything can happen. So, well, in in time you've been around the league though, Tag. I mean, you see uh, the Kitcheners, the uh, the Ottawa's, uh, you know, uh, that are always up there. London, obviously, you know, the, the Knights of just I don't know if these guys. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but I mean, <laughs> they just keep bringing the same guys back. I probably got some 30 year olds there that don't look like other. <laughs> but that, those are the organizations that are always there. And Guelph had a pretty good run, too. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, years ago, I ran at the Memorial Cup. But the goal here, I guess, is to, to make the Bulldogs one of those franchises that's always going to be there, always going to be competitive, and always challenging. Yeah, him and I are both in the other conference. What was it, the West? West, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. West. And I think the West has been pretty uh, dominant. Like, with London and Guelph having success last year winning the OHL and like once again London being one of the top teams every single year but I think Hamilton having so much success in the last four years and this is our fifth year and we're still doing pretty well is cool and I think we're going to be up there and I think since we got such a young team we're going to show so much uh, talent in the future and by then we'll be considered like one of those organizations that everyone thinks of like London so I'm not too worried about but that. But it goes back to our discussion about the ownership doesn't it? I mean London's got a great organization, great owners, great coaching and, and we've got that here too so I mean we're already at, at that echelon aren't we? Yeah exactly I think uh, people kind of downgrade us because they look at London and see what they've been doing but uh, when they start to realize how cool and how big and good of an organization we actually are then they'll start to take notice. What about personal goals? Uh, obviously, you want to make the playoffs this year and, and go as deeply as you can into the playoffs. That's that's everybody's shot at this point. But do you do you set personal goals for yourself? Yeah, obviously, I don't I don't really set like the mince men, but I think I try to do like ten game segments of stuff I want to accomplish. Make maybe I don't always try to focus on points. I try to focus on the way I play before points, right? Because I'm trying to help the team, not not totally uh, basing it on myself. So. I think, uh, yeah, like personal goals and like small segments of the season helps me personally because I get to like I can focus on it and I like to stay in the moment. I don't like to think too far ahead to the end of the season where I got, I want to be with my, you know, my game and my points. So personally, I mean, yeah, just the, just the small like segments help me a lot. So I think that that, you know, I've been setting setting some good ones. and I think I've been playing good hockey as of late. So I think it's been good. What about you, Tag? Goals, yeah. assists? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to look at that stuff, especially yeah. when you're this young and you have both. Yannick and Kelly of getting three points a night but I think uh, when you're young you can't really look too much on that and obviously I want to be a point of game guy I want to get that and I, I believe in myself and I think I can but I got to look past that and just work on my 200 foot game mostly and make sure my defense is good before my offense which will create more offense so I think that's the main component in my game. Well you start doing that they might even give you a bobblehead day. Yeah exactly <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> what's, what's the chemistry like in the locker room uh, right now, I think it's pretty good. I think um, we all know each other and getting to know each other better each and every single day. And I think uh, being all young helps too and understanding where we all come from and the high school kids. And I think uh, we have a pretty good team chemistry and we all like each other so far and it's becoming more of a brotherhood each and every day. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have the same goal in mind. We want to be a championship team in the coming years. So I think we're all working towards that together. I think that helps a lot, you know, if, if guys like sort of start to stray away from the main goal where we have a strong enough group where we can pull them back in and, you know, let them know that like you got to like buy into our systems, buy into working hard, buy into working out off ice, buy into, you know, everything that we're preaching here. So I think we got a good, good leadership group with Nursey too, Nursey Lands and Tag, Mo and Artis and Jan. So uh, 
I think those guys are the leaders and they help us like help the younger guys and the rest of the guys stay focused and uh I mean, yeah, it's been good. It's funny. You, we mentioned you're one of the youngest teams in the league, but you've got some young veterans uh, that you can lean on for that sort of thing. You just mentioned some of the names, and you're one of them too, Tag. Uh, so so you've got that continuity. Do you guys hang out off the ice too? Yeah, for sure. I think the older hey, can, guys, you're, yeah. you're busy. I mean, you know, you got some guys going to school. you got other things going on. you got practice to go to. Uh, you know, the players are busy just about every day of the week at the foundation. You guys are off visiting hospitals or anything like this. It's a pretty packed schedule, but there's got to be some downtime. Yeah, for sure. I mean, usually on the off days we'll try to get together and do stuff stuff as a team, whether it's like a movie or hanging out at guys' houses. But, yeah, the older guys, we, we like to hang, hang out away from the rink probably more than the school guys because they're in school, right, and they don't have as much time. But we try to include them as much as we can in everything that we do. So, yeah. So, so there's a social aspect of this too. That's part of being a team, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we do a pretty good job in uh, including everyone in our team. And I think uh, even though the kids have school, we all live close to each other at least. So if there's a nice Toronto game on, then we all come together and watch it either at a restaurant or at someone's house. So I think we all find the time with each other to hang out a lot and just get to know each other personally from an off-ice standpoint. You're telling me you guys are Leaf fans? I'm not, I am. but he might I am. be. Yeah. I'm a Bruins guy. There so you go. We, see, we might be, uh, see, there's the guy that knows his hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I was kidding your dad. I said the best year you ever played was when you were playing with the Bruins. And so, uh, but anyway, it wasn't. It was with because they had the Stanley Cup run right. that time. But yeah. you got that Bruins stuff, and you know it's in the DNA, I suppose. Uh, guys, continued good luck with you this year. This is a, a fun team to watch this year, and uh, what I love about this is the fact that you seem to be getting stronger as a team with each passing game. Uh, and I'm excited. I, I I can see you guys going. Well, I know you got one round of the playoffs last year, but I think you're probably going to go a lot better this year. Uh, stay healthy and uh, stay productive. And thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's thanks so much here. for having us. Nathan awesome. Steos and uh, Tag Bertuzzi of your Hamilton Bulldogs. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 CHML.